Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. It's uh, Matt here. I'm Dory. There you go. Hello. We did it. We've established who we are, what we're doing. Oh, no. Did my mouse die? Oh, no. Honey? Yep. Good news. Yep. My mouse battery is still functioning. Oh, thank God. Do not disturb is on, everyone. Um, I have Henry here on the monitor. Henry. He's asleep. Oh, Henry. What a baby. He really is a baby. We hope that if you're struggling to try to make that baby, you eventually get to have that baby. Because you too will find the joys of five, ten in the morning baby decides to rotate to put his head up against the crib bars and then wake everybody up. Mm-hmm. 
except, except for Bo. Bo. I was just literally going to say the same thing. <laughs> Bo does not give a shite. No, he doesn't. But he and Henry were very cute today. Um, they were because Henry was trying to, you know, be a baby and, and roll over. And he was kind of trying, trying to, to use, use Bo. Bo was laying down next to Henry. And Henry was trying to use Bo as like leverage <laughs> with his little feet. Yep. It was very cute. Uh, so I'm back at work full time. How are you feeling about that? Well, I was going to ask you that very question. How's it going? Um, it's weird. Mm-hmm. You know, you were home for so long. It was. And now you're, you're really gone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like you leave the house. I mean, you left the, the house at five 30 in the morning one day. Yeah. I think Thursday. Yeah, I mean, Six, latest I'm latest I'm leaving the house I, is like six fifteen, yeah, in the morning. Because um, we start shooting, honey, it's seven o'clock. You know, and sometimes those days we're out in Palmdale uh, for a couple Which, days. Which, if you're not familiar with Southern California geography, is about an hour and a half from where we live. Yeah, hour and a half northeast. Mm. Um, it is the desert, meth country. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's a say if you've played Grand Theft Auto Five and you're familiar with where Trevor is from and where Trevor lives, that's 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 Palmdale pretty much. Um, but look, there was some great stargazing last night. Really? Yeah, that's cool. Not so, a lot of light pollution up there. No, you could clearly see like Jupiter. I mean, early in the evening, you could see Jupiter. It was so bright. Cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, yesterday I was there. I don't even remember. What time did I roll into base camp? Oh no. I think you left the house at six thirty yesterday. Okay. So I probably got I think to your call time was eight. Yeah, and I had to get gas, so and then we were shooting until oh, like eleven thirty. So these are long days. That that is a very long day. Um and you don't, you know, I didn't, I don't really, didn't get to really see Henry. You yeah. Know, I would see him, well, a couple times I left the house before he was awake. Yeah. Um, and obviously back way after. Yeah. He's that. asleep. Yeah. Um, one of the nights, I think Wednesday night, I went to bed at 8.24 p.m. That's early. I know. Got a great sleep score, 86 nice. that night. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, it's, it's weird because, like, today, um, I, 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 like, really felt like Henry was, like, so much older. He had changed. He had. He had, like, changed. I mean, I really haven't spent any time with him in five days. Yeah. And in those five days, he looks like a, just a, I don't know, like an older, old baby. Well, he rolled over from, from yeah, that's front the big to back. No, for, he was on his back and he rolled to his front. Yeah. Which is the harder way to roll. Yeah, who, who, who knew that? Anyone I out mean, there? I don't know. I didn't know that. Um, 
so you know he he had like a big week the day that he did that he then ate 11 ounces in one sitting yeah which is a lot of food Mm -hmm. and then he took like a two-hour nap like he was just like (laughs) he worked hard he worked really hard you know he's working those little little abs of his Mm mm-hmm um sometimes when i'm holding him he'll like crunch up and he and he's like kind of it's like he's trying to sit up yeah he's like (laughs) i mean he was keeping his head up quite a bit today when i was with him uh when we were hanging out in his room before we left to meet the real estate broker yeah because i've decided oh i don't know what to look for in a house after we aren't even moving for a year. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a second, but yeah, it's been um it's been weird not having you here. It's been weird not uh, being he- well, it hasn't been weird not being here. It's been weird not seeing Henry. Yeah. You I see. Right. I see you when you get home yeah, usually. Yeah. You're an awake person. I mean, we watched an instant hotel. We did. Over the week. Yeah. Yeah, we went to Copper Pot. Cobra binding, Cobra land, Cobra red. Um, you know, a listener spoiled part of it for us. They weren't supposed to do that. We I know. specifically asked them yeah. not to do that. So, Maria. Listener, Maria, why would you do that to us? What, what, what the hell? Yeah. You know what? I got to be honest with you, Maria. It's pretty, probably the same amount of entertaining. Yeah. Either way. Um, so far, I'm I'm not enjoying season two as much as season one. Yeah, the format's a little different. And that new host is... I like him. You do? Yes. I thought you didn't like him. I thought you missed Luke. Well, I do miss Luke, but I would have ha- I would have liked to have Luke and those two. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Well, I, I don't like the narrator who's... Yeah, I don't either. ...making narrated jokes for no reason. Yeah. I guess the, the other host is a good counterbalance to Juliet. Yes. I really like him. Who's so poised. He's very poised, too. <laughs> In a different way. Um... But yeah, Instant Hotel, guys, if you haven't gone on the train, I, I highly recommend it. Learn all you can about Australia. Um, but, but Henry Henry had a good week, I think. Like, he's he's just, I don't know, it's just crazy. He's just becoming more and more of a person. Like, he really makes deep, prolonged eye contact. <laughs> Everyone, like, remarks on it. Is that true? Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't, I don't know any different. You know what I mean? Like, you really feel like he, he sees into your soul. No, I feel like he's just like, he locks eyes. He's like, what are you going to do? He's so giggly. Are you going to play guitar? What are you going to do, buddy? He loves when you play guitar. Yes, he does. He really focuses on both hands, which I find fascinating. And he like coos and laughs and stuff. Yep. Um, but it was good. It was really nice to spend the whole day with him today. Yeah. And I'll try to, you know, that's, I guess, what the weekend is for everybody else who is out there working and having having babies at home or doggies at home. Remember I used to say to you, you're going to want to spend the weekends with your baby? And you were like, what? Now you're... Well, I was like, well, is my baby in Vegas? <laughs> and now you're like, oh... I get it. No, of course. It's interesting. It's like I'm falling into this life I never thought I would fall into of uh, domestitudes. Really? But you're so, like, you love home. I'm hermity. Yeah. That's different than loving home. You de- you never loved home? I don't know. 
never mm, took it for granted. I guess I took home for you granted. You took it for granted, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was like sad, like seeing, getting a video of Henry rolling over and not being around. Yeah. Um, but that being said, uh, it's been, it's interesting. I mean, like, you know, I, my eyes are like so far past, like this coming week is like, we're shooting and then we're shooting and then it's a hiatus week. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be nice. And I'm going to Orlando for a night. This Dory's week. going to Orlando. It's a very weird week here at mm-hmm. the at the Shafrira home because Dory's going to Orlando, and I'm going to be on location and staying overnight. And also, my parents are going to be here. And your parents will be here. <laughs> and our baby will be here. Yep. I'm going to Orlando for a podcast conference. Uh, I'll call it a summit. Sure. The greatest minds in podcasting. It's called Podcast Movement. Minus me. Yep. That's what they should, they should advertise that. <laughs> it's the greatest minds in podcasting. Uh, minus Matt. Uh, yeah, so Kate and I, Kate Spencer, my Forever 35 co-host and I are going to be on a panel about women's lifestyle content. And Seems right up your alley. I mean, it is. So if you're at Podcast Movement, come to our panel. It's on Thursday at... One thirty, I believe. Go see Dory Shafrir in Orlando, Florida. And basically, I'm landing. I'm going to a dinner, and then at I, Epcot. No, no, I forget the name of the place. Um, then the next morning, I have like a couple meetings, do the panel, probably like have coffee with someone, and then I leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is this is the ragtag in a, in a, in a mouths. Yeah. Of of uh of uh professional business people's. Yeah. Uh thank God your parents are here. Makes I know. It slightly easier. Yeah. Hilariously, I don't know that I will see your parents. I don't parents. think you'll see them at all. You'll see them Wednesday night cuz they're staying here. Wednesday night. When I'm not here. I you will be here and I here. will not be here. Oh, and they will be here. Well, that that's going to be a hoot. That'll be a hoot. Uh, who knows what time I get home. Yeah. Who knows where they'll even be sleeping? Oh boy. One of them might be in here actually. Yeah. They've slept in here. Yeah, when it was when it had a different configuration. Yeah. Uh when our Joybird couch was in here. Yeah, now and it's not in, in the, the living room. room. I mean, honestly, they should I would say to them stay in the living room. Yeah. Because in, I'll just go in the, in the back door yeah. and not even bother. And Bo won't be here. Yeah, Bo will be at the chateau. Really, our lives, guys. Uh, the Shafira household life—it's uh, in a people this coming week. It's a—it's a rigmarole. It is not seen since the 1820s. Whoa! Yeah, it's a long time ago. Yeah, that is a long time ago. Um, but I think uh, adjusting back into the work schedule. I think it's been good for you to be back at work, even though the hours are crazy. Like you feel more like yourself. <laughs> well, in the sense that I'm, you don't see me. No, but I think you're someone who like, you get a lot of gratification out of pleasing others and yes. having purpose. I like to get the jobs done. Right. And, and when you go back to work, that's what you do. Yeah. So you feel, you feel a little more like, 
don't know. You seem happier. I have purpose. Again. Yeah, you have purpose. Exactly. I had no purpose other than being a husband and father. Which is a great purpose. Not a purpose. It's a porpoise. It's a it's a dolphin. Um, but I think yeah I, yes, it's been interesting. You know, we talked about getting the bike out. Yeah. The bike went with me to Palmdale because I knew that our base camp was going to be one place and I knew we were shooting at two other places. And I was like, you know, rather than getting in this van. I hate a van. I'm just going to bike. I always get car sick in a the van. Whole, um, yeah. But so guys, everyone out there, I tore up my tires. Something fierce. Today I had to go get two new inner tubes and two new tires. Damn. I know. I know. Oiled up the chain. She's ready to go. Great. I'm going to be such a commuter. It won't even be Are you going to ride your bike on Monday? No, because it's 6.30. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm just like... Yeah, that's... that's No, but I'll bring my bike to work. Cool. So I'll have it on the lot. Tool around the lot. Tool around the lot. You know, ride to Coffee Bean. Oh. Which is diagonal from our stage and not very far at all. How fun. Maybe I could just swing on over to Starbucks. That's outside of the lot. I know. Oh but my. with the bike, it makes everything oh possible. Oh, my goodness. Um, or go to Super Domestic, which is the other coffee place in the other corner of the lot, outside the lot. Mm. But really, here's what I'm looking at, guys. I'm trying to get around this Culver City bottleneck. You hate this bottleneck. <laughs> It's been bothered. It's bothered me ever since I started working there, and it's only getting worse because Apple's going to be showing up pretty soon. Amazon. Amazon's going to be showing up pretty soon, and our the roads aren't getting any bigger. No, but there was construction, wasn't there? What do you mean? Wasn't there construction for a long time, like on Washington? Oh, it's still there. Ugh. Yeah, I mean they're building. They're building these huge, tall buildings, um, and this bottleneck to get out. Which, I mean, eats up, I would say, 30 to 40% of my commute home is getting the mile and a half out of Culver. Yeah. One time it took 18 minutes to get from the lot to the half block past Madison. So that would be almost, yeah, it was a, a block. One block took 18 minutes on a Friday. That is bananas. It was horrific. So, guys, this is what the bike's for. This is going to be my ticket out of here. <laughs> You're literally your ticket to ride. My ticket to health and speed. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I just want you to be safe. I'm excited for me too, guys. Um, I got a helmet. Don't worry. And lights. We and a bike lane. So we met with a real estate broker this we morning. We did. Have you guys ever done this? Probably. A lot of you have because you sign off your emails telling us your house size. And it's usually large. It's usually bigger than <laughs> two of our we houses. Could, we could ever <laughs> hope to have out here in Los Angeles. But that's fine. We made our choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we met with her and she kind of walked us through the process and asked us what we were looking for and... Um, we're going to talk to a mortgage broker. I mean, it's all part of the excellent adventure. You know what I mean? It's part of this whole, we wanted this child. Yeah. We got the child. Yeah. Now we're in a situation where 
the house that we already thought was a little small is even more than a little small now. Yeah, it feels very small. So like we've all we've done this to ourselves and you know, now we're having to like try to double up saving for a down payment because uh, our down payment um rolled over on Friday. Henry, yes. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Got it. That's what most people would be it. in a house if they didn't have to pay yep. for this baby. I get it. I get you it. guys get it. You I know how it. expensive this bullshit is. Yep. Um so, you know, we've we've got it's it's a lot of uh it's a lot of eyes on uh the prizes here, guys. We're yeah. we're just trying for long haul. Long term thinking. No more of this short term lending. <laughs> what? No. Short term gratifications, guys. We have to stop it. Who are you speaking to here? Me. Okay. This is a pep talk for Matt. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> I don't think. It's not for you. Okay. I was going to say, I, I, I feel like one of my strengths is, is long term gratification. Do you think so? Yeah. Like, I think I'm good at, like, persistence. Interesting. Well, I mean, you wrote a book, so. Yeah. Obviously. You, you, you can, you're, you're able to do it. Yeah. I have not written a book. No. Which takes persistence. How's your new book coming? It's coming. How many words below your goal for the week were you or above your goal for the week were you this week i hadn't set a week a weekly word count goal would you like to <sighs> you know what save it for your intentions on that other show you do i just feel like you put me on the spot no i don't i'm just putting it in your head you know i feel like you're you're i don't know you're skeptical that i'm gonna get this book done no i know you will I don't have any doubt that you will. Okay, thank you. But I'm also just trying to be like, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to set up rules for the game that you're good at. Mm. She's pretty good at song quiz, everybody. I feel like you're surprised by that. No, the 90s song, it's not at all surprised. You worked at Rolling Stone. Why would that be surprising? I worked at Rolling Stone in 2010. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> it's not like you hated music. Right. Although I did help you. A couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, your scores are asterisked. Uh, I'm asterisking <laughs> your scores. Uh, I, I, got, I got most of them myself. Uh, and I did the 80s. I was good at the 80s, too. I'm, yeah. I'm undefeated. Yeah, that's true. Guys, this song quiz thing, which I discovered Alexa does. It's very fun. Recently. Like yesterday. As I sat there microwaving a sweet potato. How did you find it? eating it for dinner. Was it advertising itself No, I was staring at at Alexa and it was like, Alexa skills, ask me what I can do. And I was like, what can you do? (laughs) And then it was like, I can do this or this. And I was like, no, no. Hmm. That's interesting. What's that like? Try it. So we did it. I did it a lot by myself. I'm more like 60s. 80s, 90s, I can do. The 70s aughts, are like a black hole. Ots are lost to me. Uh-huh. The 70s, I don't know. I haven't tried it. Yeah. That's something we could actually try on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Um, 
But, uh, you know, if you have an Alexa at home and you haven't tried it out, I, I highly recommend it. It's a great way to pass the dish time. I was cleaning Henry's mm. bottles. That's actually when I really was into it. It's a great way to pass the time. That's a really interesting point. What do you mean? I'm going to try that next time I clean Henry's bottles. I love it. He's going to need his bottles cleaned tonight. He sure is. <laughs> He's a little caterpillar <laughs> we read him the very hungry caterpillar tonight yeah he really likes that book here's the thing my wife you put anything in front of this child and my wife goes he really likes this thing <laughs> whatever's in front of him in, in the moment she goes he's really he really likes to look at this paper bag he loves this paper bag <laughs> he's just so focused on this paper bag he is very focused he's a very focused child oh, the way he just reads that paper bag out loud by going ah anyway he's a baby uh i guess we should i mean really we should take a break so we'll be right back hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy. But like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is. That's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out, uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item that's right every time you buy their socks tees or underwear you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness to date bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting i mean bombas can make returns easy as well i don't know why you'd return anything because what but they do have a 100 percent happiness guarantee so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those like 
you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or a track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everyone. We're back. Great jingle, honey. Thank What? What? Yeah. These are dynamically inserted. People don't know what the previous... Just kidding. Thanks, Pretty Litter. Um, we're, we're, we're talking about something, and then we went away and did some words from our sponsors. What were we talking about? Babies? Henry? Work? Bicycles? Oh, you thinking he thinks everything is... <laughs> you thinking he loves everything that's in front of him. He does. He's very focused. Yeah. Very focused child. You're such a mom. Uh, yeah. 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 What did you expect? His head is big still. Yeah. He's getting tall. He's he's now kicking the edge of the the baby tub. I know. We noticed that tonight. I was like, wait a second. You're you're you've reached the edge of the baby tub. I don't know what's next, guys. <laughs> what's next after this? What comes after the baby tub? There's got to be a step between baby tub and regular tub. The regular tub is too big. Yeah, there's there's like a seat you can get, but it's not it's not Rye approved. Well, he's not sitting up on his own yet. Exactly. So until then, he's on the newborn newborn spoon. I know. Also not Rye approved, but look, we'll have to. Survive. The kid loves bath time. He loves bath time. We're not Rye hards, okay? <laughs> We're not my way or the Rye way, or whatever the hell that would be. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, Thank you. He does seem to enjoy Rye, though. He's very focused. I love, I love, you know, I love letting the kid be a kid. That's the half the fun of Rye. like, you sort of let the babies figure themselves out. Yeah. You don't have to helicopter the baby. No, you just sit there and let them take the <sighs> other kid's foot in their mouth. Unless the baby was, like... Mad. Below the death zone, and we could get a helicopter up to the baby. Then we could helicopter the baby. Oh, Okay. Like when Beck Weathers was saved at 22,000 feet in 1996. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you once again about Feebreed superstar John (laughs) Krakauer's amazing book, Into Thin Air. (sighs) Man, I finished it this week again. Guys, when when Matt gets into something. (laughs) I'm like... I want more. I want more documentaries about specifically the '96 climbing season. How many um, are there? I mean, there's like three, and two movies, <laughs> two 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 film adaptations, feature films. One was a made-for-TV film, okay, and the the other was the movie Everest that came out not that long ago. Mm. Um, but boy, oh boy, do I find that fascinating. I know so much about Everest now, guys. <laughs> I know so much about ice falls and 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 the Himalayan range, and I know about all the all the eight thousand meter peaks in the world. Anyway, cool. If you'd like to climb Everest with me, send an email 
to Matt wants to climb Everest, <laughs> but won't because he doesn't want to die at Everest.net. <laughs> I mean, get up there before the Kumbu Icefall melts, guys. The Hillary Step's already gone. Oh, no. Jeez Louise. This world really warming up too fast. Oh, no. Everest.net is not a safe site. Oh, thank God. I mean, don't go to that website. <laughs> I better fix my website slash email. Everest.com, also not safe. Oh, I, dear. I think that you just, guys, just, just if you want to learn about Everest, just, just go to Wikipedia or something. Mm. Read a book. Take a look. It's, it's in, in a, a book. book. A, a reading, reading rainbow. rainbow. A reading rainbow. I can do anything. But bum I read Into Thin Air by John Krakauer. Illustrations by no one. But bum In this book, it's great because it's the deadliest season on Everest to this point. Eight victims were taken <laughs> from two expeditions, Mountain Madness and Adventure Consultants, including Great New Zealand Guide Rob Hall, as well as American Guide and Climber Scott Fisher. Ba-dum-bum. If you want to know what it's like to die on Everest or escape with so much survivor's guilt that it haunts you for the rest of your life, I recommend reading John Krakauer's Into Thin Air. Ba-da-bum. Okay. Wow, that was so disrespectful. <laughs> you can get the illustrated version, which I did. <laughs> <laughs> which is, it's, uh, we've got photos in it of the, the climb and stuff interesting so it's like you know like when he's saying the kumbu house fell what the hell does that look like you know to paints a great picture mm-hmm. very good writer yeah but yep. you know actually seeing a picture paints a thousand words what yep <laughs> oh also it was matt's birthday but um <laughs> last week for my birthday i worked 14 <laughs> hours but um and nobody at work knew because i didn't say anything but um <laughs> I got you cake. You did. She got me a slice of uh, milk bar cake. Yeah. You know, I think all the listeners know my favorite cake is Susie cake. But, yeah, uh, but my last, second favorite cake Last is year, milk bar. you were so upset that I hadn't gotten you a slice of milk bar cake in Las Vegas. Yes. For your birthday. Well, because it was right there. That I felt I needed to make it up to you. By getting me milk bar cake. Yes. Again. Yes. And some birthday truffles and a confetti. Ladies cake. and gentlemen. I am now two years without a slice of Susie cake on my oh birthday. My <laughs> I only eat Susie cake when I'm depressed, apparently. <laughs> uh, very thoughtful, very sweet of uh, Dory to do that. I got. I literally said to Ari and Lou as I was walking out, I said, all I want when I get home is one slice of cake. Really? I literally said those words. Oh. So... And that's what you had. It was my dream come true. It happened. I ate it. Um, And then, you know, I've been eating pretty healthy at work, trying to, you know, really just... Is there Are there healthy options at craft services? Always, yeah. Okay. Always. All right. Look. For banana. the actors. Banana. Celery and hummus. Almond butter. Ba-da-ba-da. <laughs> 
during this turnaround, oh, no. <laughs> I decided to go and get celery with hummus. There were also sliced bell peppers. Ba-da-ba. What's a turnaround? Uh, it is when we will. Uh, so if if you have, uh, if you think about how scenes are shot, you take the cameras, and they're usually facing one way towards mm-hmm. the actors in the scene, mm-hmm. right? But they're always talking to somebody and you're on the back of somebody's head. Mm-hmm. Then you do what's called a turnaround. So what happens during a turnaround is the cameras have to move. Uh, a lot of, uh, sometimes we'll have to lift walls out of the set to put the cameras there, move ca- move furniture, etc. cetera. Uh, that whole, uh, if, you, if you ever have seen the Goldbergs, everybody at home, Fun fact that that fireplace in the dining room, which is attached to the den uh, TV stand and everything, you know, with the TV on it, that whole wall goes up into the rafters. Cool. I mean, all the walls go up into the rafters, but cool. Though that one's particularly interesting to me because it seems so heavy. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dory was like, "We don't have a lot of material today. We're recording on Saturday, not Sunday." And uh, I mean, I guess what it means is you guys have abandoned us and don't feel like writing in anymore. That's fine, but please write in. You can write in to Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail, and our phone number is four one three four six one baby. Which is why she's not particularly annoyed at my bullshit right now. No, I'm not. But I would like to read this email from anonymous. Well, here we go, everybody. It's time to hear from you. All right. Hi. First, congratulations on your beautiful sleeping, exclamation point, baby boy. I love your podcast and hope you keep it going. I think slash hope you've made me a better friend to those going through infertility tests and treatment. But I'm writing to disagree with you. No, please do. On this week's episode, you suggested that one option is to lie to your doctor about how long you've been trying to jumpstart an infertility workup. Lab values interpreted outside of a clinical scenario can be more... Oh, wait, hang on a second. Who said that? It must have been Dory, because I never, I never preach lying to a doctor. I did. You are the worst. Ugh. Ladies and gentlemen, Dory Shafrir. How You never go to the doctor, so how would you even know? I never go to the doctor because I don't lie to doctors. I'm a liar. I can't go to a doctor. I'd have to tell the truth, but I can't because I'm a liar. You're not a liar. That's a lie. No, I know. I know. I'm not a liar at all. Uh, But when I do go to a doctor, I never lie to the doctor. I don't advise lying to the doctor generally, but I think it's okay to to say to the doctor you've been trying for a year when you've only been trying for six months. I think that's okay. Okay. We did not at any point lie to the doctor, though. No, we didn't. But saying that, this is just my opinion. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the opinions of Dory Shafir do not necessarily reflect those of Matt Myra and Excellent Adventure Incorporated dot net slash Everest. <laughs> uh, okay. Lab values interpreted outside of a clinical scenario can be more harmful than helpful. Interpreting testing that is designed for diagnostic purposes here in the setting of known infertility defined based on trying without success for six months at age 35 and above in a screening context can be misleading and result in a false positive diagnosis, especially when the doctor is under the mistaken impression of pre-existing infertility. 
Screening tests are generally designed with high sensitivity and results are usually then further evaluated by additional, more specific testing. Common examples include the pap smear or mammogram. Abnormal results require additional testing and there are many false positives. ACOG recommends against using AMH as a screening test based on her current understanding. The American Clinic of Generals. Oh, she has a link here. Um, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. I got the first letter right. You did. <laughs> I hope we do develop better screening tests to help women better predict and understand our fertility. We're just not there yet. Thanks. A lab medicine physician in approximately 3,000 square feet in the Midwest with a spouse, two kids, and currently one grandma. Nice. Yeah. A handy grandma sweet. to have around with those two kids, I bet. Seriously. I mean, I don't even know what Dory and I would have done had Henry, had your parents not been out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Jelly Bane? I do. Crazy. Everybody out there with close family. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. But also, like, good on you. It's from Beth. Hi, Matt and Dory. I'm a longtime listener, first-time emailer. Thank you so much for this podcast. It has really helped me not feel so alone while I've gone through this painful and frustrating infertility process. I am writing because I've heard you talk a couple times about the city of Seattle yes. providing infertility coverage as a result of one of your other listeners' activism. I was so thrilled to hear this because I'm on City of Seattle Health Insurance. I have blocked fallopian tubes and will be starting my first IVF cycle this fall. However, oh no! I learned yesterday that the ten thousand dollar benefit the city of Seattle offers is only for IUI and <sighs> cannot be used for anything related to IVF. This news was devastating to me and my partner, and frustrating because I've heard the city of Seattle praise itself and be praised for providing fertility coverage. While I'm so happy for those folks that can benefit from the ten thousand dollar benefit. I feel that it is unfair and almost discriminatory to not provide the benefit to all people that have an infertility diagnosis. I don't encourage lying to physicians, but to insurance holding, to insurance providers, look, I think IUIs, you know, you're getting ready for an IUI. A lot of the same things need to happen. Yeah. Maybe the last second your doctor's like, oh my God, we're going to have to do IVF. We can't do an IUI. Oh, we've already racked up (laughs) $10,000. This is devastating news. Uh, I wanted to set the record straight so that the city does not get undue praise and to encourage any people that work for the city of Seattle out there or anyone else to write the city benefits manager and encourage them to provide the $10,000 benefit to anyone with an infertility diagnosis, regardless of treatment plan. Oh, man. You know who lives outside Seattle? Or actually, actually in Seattle? John Krakow. Oh, boy. That's right. Legendary <laughs> Feebreed superstar John Krakauer uh, And she says I'm happy to provide the benefits manager's contact info To any interested Did, people uh, Where'd Klosterman end up? up Is Portland. he in Portland? Not, mm-hmm. No not Seattle I would like to write to her about this issue Fertility benefits for all Thanks for all you do Beth Started uh, his new book Klosterman? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a Feebreed s- superstar also do you have any women who are Mary Fee-Reed's Roach, Feebreed Superstar. Okay, good. Love Mary Roach. Great. There's, only, there's literally, I think, only like three Feebreed Superstars. So one third of the Feebreed Superstars are women. All right. I mean, it should really be 
But since there's only three right now, that probably might be, that might be inaccurate. I don't remember how many Feebreed Superstars there are. Um, all right. In the interest of setting the record straight. Oh, my God. We have so much record straight. Setting. I'm going to play voicemail. Oh, is this more Seattle? No. Oh. But it's another thing that someone wants to set the record Are straight on. Are we just throwing willy-nilly topics out into the wind and being wrong on everything this week? We're just wrong. Yeah, it happens. Yep. Hey, Matt and Dory. Um, I just wanted to weigh in on the sleep schedule talk from last week's podcast. Um, in that podcast, Matt said that babies will slowly eat more and be able to go longer between feet as they get older. Um, and I kind of wanted to comment on that from an exclusively breastfed baby's point of view. Oh, yeah. Um, the breastfed baby shouldn't eat more than four ounces in a single feed, according to my lactation consultant. Um, and I know when my daughter was around six months and still only wanting to eat three ounces from a bottle while I was gone to work, I was really confused and kind of felt like I was failing <laughs> at a touch of postpartum depression in there. Um, so I just wanted anyone planning on going that route, uh, not to <laughs> compare their baby's feedings uh, to eight ounces, because um, mm. most of my family formula fed. So I was comparing my feedings to that six and eight ounce mark, and it, she just was not coming close. Um my baby is actually now 10 months old and she's still only three ounces from a bottle while I'm gone to work. And she's oh, wow. in the 80th percentile floor weight. So <laughs> a little up there, Nicely a little done. higher than Henry. So, um, and I'm also in 2020 square feet yes. with myself, uh, my boyfriend, our baby and our 85 pound German shepherd. <laughs> nice. Uh, I wish you told me the German shepherd's name. Um, but you know, it's true. We were, we really were thinking of, uh, combo babies yeah. and formula babies. Yeah. 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 Um, we have a combo baby. We paid a little extra at the clinic <laughs> for the, com- <laughs> what did I say today to the real estate person? Oh, I said, well, I essentially said, here's our down payment. <laughs> you said, you said you'd be willing to sell him. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. If if it came, if push came to shove. Yeah. Only if we found our dream house, honey. Oh, okay. That was the, that was the you know, of course. Henry mm-hmm. will only be sold if we found our dream house. Henry, he doesn't mean it. I don't. He knows that. Aww. You know how he knows that? Because he looks into my soul. Exactly. <laughs> oh, look, he's wriggling. He's always Rob wriggling. Um, all right. We're going to take another short break. We are? Yep. I wasn't ready for that. Be right back. Okay. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You can cut that. What? <laughs> yep. Well, I just, like, this was didn't make a ton of sense to me. Oh, or promote cut. Hey. Oh, you can do either one. I guess so. 
Guys, we're talking about the last ad, yep. in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> really pulling back the curtain here on a Saturday night. It's 9.27 p.m. How are you out there? In Eggland. This one goes out to all those lonely hearts. <laughs> if I was an overnight DJ. I was going to say, do you think like... I'd be asleep. 30 years ago, you would have been a DJ? No. I don't. What do you think you would have been if you... if you 30 years ago? Yeah. I would have probably invented the iPad and the iPod. I have a time machine, right? No. Oh. Well, maybe a DJ. I don't know. Landscaping company? It's always my fallback. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm going to move back to New England. Move back to Boston. Buy a truck and a couple of lawnmowers and just... Pound the pavement. I can't wait till we have our own house and you really go to town on the landscaping. Well, I'm looking forward to electric mowers nowadays. Are you kidding me? I'm dying to get a Ryobi. Oh, boy. I like Ryobi. I have a lot of their another products. Another thing that Matt can spend a lot of money getting various gadgets and gear and tools for. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. <laughs> I've got who's it's and what's it galore. Thingamabobs, I've got 20. Blah, blah, blah. I want more. Wow, she's I very, want more. She's very, she's very uh, entitled. I want to be where the people uh, are. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in to Dory Shafrir in the one woman performance of <laughs> The Little Mermaid. That would be very funny to watch. <laughs> One woman performance. Of yeah, because you'd have to be like Ursula and Sebastian and the Ariel? King Trident. Mm, I'll be confusing. King Trident. That can't be it. <laughs> <laughs> the king's got a trident. What's his name? I don't remember. Triton? That sounds right. It sounds uh, more right than Trident. Yeah, well, he has a trident. Uh, Ariel, hang on. He's There's a statue up. of him, isn't there? He's looking it up. In He's the... looking it up. Oh, Triton. Triton. Wow, I got there. Yeah, you did. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks to me. We all know that now. <laughs> oh, thank God. Whoa. Spoiler alert. There's a little baby. What? Yeah, yeah, it must be some sort of uh, direct, direct to TV, <laughs> uh, direct to VHS movies. Oh my God, and their dog. Oh yeah, guys, let's go back in time and enjoy the Little Mermaid. Bum Anyway, what are we doing? This is a podcast. <laughs> uh, all right, this next email is from Amelia. Hello, Matt and Dory. It brought me so much joy to hear Dory absolutely cackling about Instant Hotel. Oh, good. After hearing you guys go through the real real and all of the moving goalposts, it is great to hear you be happy and in love with each other and the baby. Well, look, the baby. We're still TBD on the baby. <laughs> My question is mostly for Matt in relation to your discussion about the Cafe Gratitude fake BLT. Well, guess what? It's gone, everybody. We're so fucked. I'm a Peace Corps volunteer living in a country with no good sandwiches. I'm flying back to L.A. in November to stay with my brother for a few days, and I want my first food stop in America to be the best sandwich possible. 
Where should I go? What sandwich should I get? Extra points for very good bread. Cheers and take care, Amelia. Living in a concrete box of unknown size with one roommate and many bugs. Yeah, she, she's coming to L.A. Yeah. I would maybe go to Justa. And get their turkey sandwich. I mean, I, I've, all their sandwiches are good That's and their very, bread is amazing. It's a very good option, but if you're eating meat, mm-hmm. I would recommend yeah. you go to Philippe's and get yourself a French dip. Bread. Unstoppable bread over there. That is some fucking dope-ass bread. French dip. I mean, they practically invented it. Dory's just looking, not even, she's paying, she's not even paying attention. She doesn't even agree or disagree with me. I, I don't know that I would send someone to, to Philippe. Why? It's a very specific experience. It's a very I mean, specific sandwich. And you only have one option there. There's two options. There's three options. Hmm. I think you just didn't get the turkey for some reason. I don't know. I would maybe do Philippe and another place. <laughs> like do Philippe for like the old school classic LA yeah. sandwich and then go to Justa or somewhere else like that. I for would like, uh, like le- legitimately, legitimately, I would say yes, go to Justa and get the turkey sandwich. Thousand percent. It's a great sandwich. My one of my favorite sandwiches on the planet Earth. Side note, I also enjoy a Philippe. So why don't you hit the hit the west side and then make your way east? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, maybe do a lunch and a, and a dinner. I like that. Thanks. <sighs> I like King Triton. <laughs> Terry Crews is playing King Triton in the movie. Do you think they'll give him a beard? Oh, good question. Probably. Um, when's that movie coming out? I don't know. It's uh, Disney, so probably Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> they keep putting out movies, honey. That's true. Um, Wait, what is this? This is from J- July 17th. Is it not Terry Crews? Is it Javier Bardem? What are we, what, who's got the role, everybody? I was excited for Terry Crews. Now, now I have to be excited for Javier Bardem? Is it a Bardem? Probably. <laughs> what is happening? Who is going to play him? Guys, if you have any King Triton casting news, oh you know where to send it. That is King Triton casting news at Everest.net. Oh, it's the Terry Crews thing because I don't go on social media anymore. He was campaigning to become. Oh, he was campaigning, but by the way, all for it. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. I hear that. Um, but it's Javier Bardem, I think. Um. Sorry, Javier. It's okay. All right, I'm gonna play a voicemail. Why are you making that noise? That's the noise he makes when he's talking to James Bond about the rats. Oh. <laughs> They'll eat the coconut. <laughs> it looks so gross. And then there's only one rat. The last rat has to eat the other rat. Oh, James. Hi, Matt and Dory. Uh, former expat here. Um, I just had to pause the pod on your discussion of Instant Hotel because in the UK, I think on Channel 4... 
There's a show called Four in a Bed. It's not, I was just, you might say a better title, but not as descriptive as Instant Hotel. Four in a Bed is the same concept, but it's people who own bed and breakfasts all over the UK. I love uh, it. And they really range from like disgusting carpeted pubs where you would never want to go with like two bedrooms above them to like fancy schmancy dog B&Bs. Um, and they all get to judge each other and it's the same and it's amazing. I have no idea if it's available uh, streaming anywhere, but if you can find four in a bed, uh, when you run out of instant hotel, you will not be disappointed. Enjoy. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I really wish that some of, I wish if there was a service that existed called the BBC iPlayer, but it worked for all like Sky TV, Channel 4, BBC. Mm. I really just want it to be called UKTV.net slash Everest. <laughs> no, but I would love, you know, because used I used to go fucking, I used to go torrent. There was a, oh God, what was the site called? It was a torrent site specifically for UK television, and it was where I would get all my episodes of Bargain Hunt. Oh, interesting. Then I started paying for a proxy server so I could watch episodes of Bargain Hunt on iPlayer. Wow. Yeah. Love Bargain Hunt, everybody. Missed that show. Haven't watched it in a long time. No, you haven't. No more Tim Wanacott. I was like, well, if Tim Wanacott's not there, what am I doing? All right. We have one last voice. I mean, and David Dickinson was the first host. Okay. Oh, hi. From Ruben. Yep. Who says, Dear Matt, technically Dory too. I completely understand that your time is limited with a child, job, marriage, etc. But please, please just record one more Phoebe with Scott's unvarnished take (laughs) on how to raise Henry. Please? Pretty please? Oh. Ruben in Boston. Ruben. You know, someone else tweeted at me uh, saying that I was talking about Phoebe like it was so like such past tense that it no longer existed. Phoebe doesn't go anywhere. Uh, Scott and I uh, try to turn out one Phoebe a year. And uh, we will do so until the day we are dead. Uh, Phoebe never dies. Phoebe lives forever. Long live Phoebe. What a creepy looking King Triton parade float character. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is creepy. That's, you know, in case you guys are wondering what I'm doing, I'm on uh, Disney.fandom.com. Slash Everest. uh, Looking at King Triton's Disney wiki page. It's pretty exciting, huh? Cool. Other names. Sea King, His Majesty, His Royal Highness, Old Friend. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening. I would like to thank, most of all, uh, the French people for their contribution to cooking. Hmm. You know. All right. I mean, what, what better cooking is there? Italian? I mean, No. Okay. French cooking is the best. No. Um, you know, there's a Nepalese restaurant in Pasadena mm-hmm. that I went to with Allie once or twice. And uh, I just don't think I fully appreciated it now that I know so much about Nepal. Sure. And, you know, that approach to the to the summit, you know. Yeah. Not the Tibetan side, but the Nepali side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, by the way, I don't think I will ever look at Disney's Everest roller coaster the same way. 
How could you? I mean, I don't know. I had read uh, Into Thin Air uh, <laughs> uh, and written it before. But now, you know, maybe it's because now you have a child. Well, I mean, that's why I cry every 12 seconds. Yeah. Now. So now this is hitting you in a different way. In my car, I'll be like, <laughs> That's what Henry sounds like. Yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> spot on. Um, wow. Another week done. Yeah. Another baby in the books. Yeah. Same baby. Yeah. Another week of baby in the books. Yeah. He loves books. He really focuses on I mean, books. he focuses on Bo so much. The way that Bo licks his face and toes. It's funny to me how much you try to block that. Pretty successfully. I know, but I think it's funny. You're always like, don't let him get fucked. <laughs> what do I say? Don't let him get fucked. Anyway. Uh, uh, I just don't, it's not respectful. I respect everyone equally, but Bo the most. Bo gets to do what Bo wants to do. No. Because that's the way Bo lives his life. Is he so, even in here? He did not even come in for us? No, he didn't. What Someone, a uh, dick. I posted a picture on Bo's Instagram of Bo leaning his snout over Henry's baby jail. Yeah. So he was like sad. Uh -huh. And someone commented that Bo needs a yes space. And I was like, the whole house is Bo's yes space. Bo's yes space is literally everywhere but Henry's crib and our bed. And Henry's yes space. And Henry's yes space. So the other uh, 1,100 square feet of the 1,200 square feet of this house. Belong to Bo. Belong to Bo. <laughs> uh, I mean, so much so that we've uncomfortably sat on the couch because he was taking up most of it. Literally, he takes up more than half the couch if he feels like it. Always. He'll just stretch out. He'll yeah. keep his like stiff, he'll pause just <laughs> straight as a board, stiff as a board, light as a feather, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, he's a good doggy. He he's is. an old doggy. He's a good boy. He's like Enzo in that movie about rain racing. <laughs> Coming okay. soon to a theater near you. It's it's out actually. Came out yesterday. It's it came very soon. Yep. Came out Friday came for out those Friday. of you listening on a yep. Sunday. Yep. Or a Monday. Yep. Uh Mordecai, go see it. Let us know how it is. Here's a fun segment. Mordecai reviews a movie. Oh boy. <laughs> Mordecai, <laughs> get at us. Oh, I'd love it. It'd be delightful. It would be. Like a random review for Mordecai. Like, I would like send him to go see like, I'll pay for your ticket, Mordecai. Uh, but like make you go see like, I would just love to hear your review of Ant-Man and the Wasp or something. I'm sure he would happily do that. Well, you know. Although, you know, he doesn't have a lot of time. I know. He He's has very five he has kids. To, he has to 3X a podcast. Yeah. So to make him sit down for an hour and a half and watch. You have five kids, Mordecai. Just so we're clear, only you get a ticket to this movie. <laughs> five movie tickets. I'm like, it's like $200. <laughs> especially in New York. Uh, all right, Mordecai, we'll talk. Um, I wonder where he goes. Where is he? Is he in? Is he, in he lives in Brooklyn. Or theater he goes to. Well, we can talk about this later. I'm very curious. All right. Reminder. I don't think I've ever seen... Oh, I have seen it. I was going to say, I've never seen a movie in New York, but it's a lie. I watched Black Panther with Jonathan Frakes. Oh, my goodness. In New York. Oh what a magical romantic goodness. day that was. 
Uh, you can support us on Patreon. Get up to two bonus episodes per month at patreon.com slash Adventure. And if you support us at the $5 level or above, you will get your name read on the podcast each month. If you hated this loosey-goosey episode, don't support us and get those bonus episodes. If you enjoyed it, it's all pretty much that. Yep. Okie dokie, everyone. You've been great. I've been me. That's been Dory. Bo's been Bo. Henry's asleep. Good night. Wait, we have to read names. Oh, and by good night, I mean it's time to thank the people we care most about in the world. <laughs> um, they're right here, and I will start. Catherine Shimmons, thank you. Katie Heimer. Katie Regan. Katie Tavy. Kelly. Kelly Zimmerman. Carrie Mills. Kim Mestra. Kimberly Shepard. Kristen Anderson. Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen. Christopher Fenaghi. Layla Arshad. Laura Dodge. Laura Madge. Laura Rosenblum. Lauren. Lauren Houston, sorry. Lauren Luther. Leslie Shoup. Lex. Oh, Lex. Uh, Liesl. Lily Avalar. Uh, Linnea Thunsel. Maggie Fleming. Amanda Johnson. Margaret Metcalf. Marie Morgan. Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Ma Tremblay. Mackenzie Erickson. Megan Frank. Megan Murphy. Magana Prasad. Melinda Phelps. Melissa Garcia. Melissa March Quinn. Michelle Kitzmiller. Mike, Kim, and Leo. Monica Bold. Mariah C. Adamic. Mr. Bundy. Nicole Pondé. Nancy Powell. Nicola Skidmore. Nikki Bossert. Nikki Maraca. Uh, Narantha Belagopal. Patricia Faust Rezig. Paul Sharp. Paula. Pretty and Bean Down. Rachel Lander. Rachel Downey. Rachel Kuzma. Robert Olson. Sabrina Stern. Sandra. Sarah Prager. Oh, Sarah Rystead Long. Sarah Lewis. Sarah Swift. Sarah Yim. Sherry Olson. Siri K. Gasky. SJV. Stephanie Thompson. Stephen Azar. Susan Fisher. Susanna Ludwig. Tanya Kirshenman. Or Ludwig. The Halterman Clan. The Kembles. Tyne Ludwig. Tracy Jury. Or Ludwig. Tracy Jury. Victoria D. And Wolf Fox. There we go, everybody. Thanks so much. We're actually going away. Bye-bye. We'll see you next week. Bye. We, we won't see you. We're kidding. Okay, You're bye. just going to hear us. Bye. We cannot see you bye, through everyone. the podcast machine. Okay. We don't have that ability, but if Henry was a podcast machine, he'd focus on you. He's very focused. Bye. He sees into your soul. You can email him at henryisababy at everest.net. <sighs> I should buy that dummy. It's dangerous. I can't buy it. Bye. Go <laughs> go